on this episode, I tape the episode, tape, I record the episode getting off the plane from the Super Bowl. How do you think it went? You ask questions and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. What's up everybody? This is Gary Vaynerchuk and you're watching episode number 66 of the Ask Gary V Show. You might also be listening to it. I need to, I need to stop saying watching. I think I've done that for the last couple episodes. As you can tell, I just got off a plane. Um, my flight was canceled yesterday from Arizona. I mean, let's just tell the whole story. Bottom line was, I said I wasn't even gonna watch the Super Bowl. Some of you know that my business partner in Vayner RSC, my fund, uh, is uh, Steve Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins. He invited me to the Super Bowl with him. You know, the owner's parties, all that stuff. You know, I thought it would be good for me to start getting used to it, uh, what, what the future holds. And so I suckered myself, made a humongous mistake, promised myself I would never watch the Patriots in a Super Bowl in case they won. Not only did that happen, but I ended up being there and then everybody knows since the whole world watched what unfolded. Um, so, you know, Stefan may, tried to make me feel a little bit better as I just got here off the plane that, you know, at least he got, it was funny, he was like, at least he got another prediction right. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if you can do the recall, but you might as well do a little editing D-Rock and notes a little later. Let's go to the moment where I say that I think the Patriots are gonna win. 27-12 Patriots this Sunday. That is my firm prediction. I, I, I equally do not want that to happen, but I did say on this show that I wanted them to stick it in my face and hit rock bottom. It looks like they're trying to execute, but they do cheat. Yep, so rock bottom tastes delicious. That's what I've got right now. Let's go into the show. David asks, I'm at the point where I need to hire an office assistant. Sales are great, but I don't necessarily have the capital to pull the trigger. Any creative ideas on how to achieve this? David, this is a great question. You really, it's really fun to, to be in the presence of DRock, one of the people who I think paid forward and is gonna feel the huge dividends on the way back, meaning I know a lot of you are hardcore watchers and listeners uh, and, and know that DRock first did a video for me for free. Was that Clouds and Dirt? Oh, that's epic, let's link that up. Um, and you know that led to a relationship which led to a full-time gig and now will be my heart and soul as long as he'll have me in my video world, which, you know, Super Bowl videos of Jets winning things, you never know D-Rock. Um, so, you know, I think one of the things you can do is use your social capital to put out there that you're looking for somebody and that this is how you can compensate. Obviously money is the accepted compensation in our society, but I gotta tell you, like, I think that there is a day and age with the internet being a middle platform where other things can be used. And so I don't know what, so obviously you just felt an edit because DRock screwed up kind of like Pete Carroll at the one yard line by not double checking the card. Was that not double checking the card or the card went weird on you? Okay, what? You messed up. All right, let's get a little uh, DRock messed up alert. I I wanna make sure, I'm gonna double check this just so you know, I do double check, so I wanna see if it's pretty, and it better be really over the top, DRock, the DRock messed up alert better be legit, because it only happens once every 66 episodes. Anybody think it's interesting that it's episode 66, one more six, the devil, the Patriots won, Belichick. Um, And so, anyway, uh, going back, not sure where it got cut off, but just make sure you edit it weird, DRock, so everybody knows there was a mistake on your end. I think that uh, 
There's just a lot of ways to be able to barter out that service. I would literally put on Craigslist and on your social media and email blast and take your 10 closest friends and have them blast and say, look, I'm looking for this. This is what I can offer. Maybe that's minimum wage plus I'll give you all my services for free for a year or there's just a million ways to hack. I think that we in our modern society across the globe outside of very rural park pockets in parts of the world that you know I'm not educated enough to know this. We are really in a flat out currency exchange game and I'm a big believer that over the next 50 years because the internet shrinks the middle that there'll be an opportunity. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna make another prediction, Stefan, that there will be a major platform in the next 15 years that is a major top 50 startup that is infrastructure for us to trade. Like straight up like eBay, Craigslist, mobile, you know, centric where it's just like, you know, I have this coat laying around and someone's like, cool, I'll mow your lawn. Like, you know, like just, there's just so much inefficiency in stuff and services provided. I think you should go that route. Maybe make a video, maybe take the momentum off this answer and go really do something. The other thing is to really pound the streets, meaning just like no, no rock unturned, right? Just ask a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there and I think in our society, not paying in cash feels like taking advantage. I think I've consistently been on the offense in nuances of like barter exchange. Um, I just think there's a lot that can be done. Maybe you, have a, maybe you have a collection of rare baseball cards that somebody wants or you, know, you have 14 pairs of awesome Nikes and maybe you can have six. You have assets around you. Your time, your services, a crap load of stuff in your house. Trade that for what you need or go with do you have a good enough of a name to make a promise that hey, I can pay you this, but I promise you as soon as we get going, I'm gonna make you the full-time person. I think the one thing that I, I promise you that you need to make sure you do is a lot of people promise and don't deliver and I highly recommend you don't make that promise unless you feel like you can deliver and the reason I make so many promises is I always say to myself, even if I fail business-wise, I'll go to my own bank account and close the gap. Like when, if you're willing to go to that level and I don't know your personal finances, but anyway, Barter, barter, barter. Hey Gary Vaynerchuk, this is Colin Warren, aka DJ Vu here, and I've got one question for you. What is your advice for musicians looking to establish themselves on Instagram? I know you've talked about it on Twitter before, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this specific platform. Thanks, my man. Keep up the great work. I like this young hustler. There's something about him. Uh, I've seen this video before. I've seen him interact a little bit. There's something about this kid. I'm just saying it now on the record so I could be right with another prediction, Stefan. 17 years from today, this kid is going to have some juice. And I, I don't know if in the music world, but like, I just can feel it. Anyway, take that and run with it, kid. It's good momentum. Um, you know, I think it's 15 second videos, right? Like you just did. Uh, I'm pumped that you made a video and the answer is predicated on the communication format. I think for musicians to over-index on Instagram, it's gonna have to be around the music and I think the 15-second video format works. I think using the right hashtags is the way to be discovered. I think reaching out to other Instagram influencers in the space matters. So hitting people up, finding, you know, a ton of Instagram people are putting their emails in there. Now a lot of those people are getting compensated financially and, you know, I, I have no idea of your finances but I'm gonna be prejudice or, or assume uh, that on the younger side it's not unlimited. Um, but again, back to like this is, the, maybe this is the theme of the show. There's probably a ton of Instagram hoochies and muscle dudes who have huge, 
huge followings that you can hit up and say, look, I'll make you a 15 second theme song or something for your world if you can give a little love to me in return. If I were you and man, do am I pissed that the internet wasn't around when I was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19? Um, I mean it was around but normal people, not straight up nerds. The internet itself is basically 20 years old. And I know there's some nerd in the background like, oh, I'm actually 1959. I know nerd, but I mean when normal people went on. I really, really think that, uh, I think that I would just spend 17, 18 hours a day hitting up people via email on Instagram accounts, going to, going to explore, finding some people that are popular, hitting their accounts, seeing that they have over 100,000 followers, and just pounding them with emails saying, hey, I make music, I'll make some music for you. I'm looking for exposure. Like, just be very upfront, don't try to trick them. Like, oh, if you make, if I make a song and something interesting can happen. How many beverages does a man need? You asked me to get coffee. Oh, I, I, okay. Mike got me coffee too. <laughs> Double fisted, what? Um, and so, uh, so you know, that's, that's the route I would go. You need as much exposure as possible. You're in an Instagram community, get into the trenches. A lot of those people are gonna look for money. They won't say yes, but I'm telling you, you will get four yeses for every 800 emails. And for a lot of people listening, that's a lot of time for four yeses. But the truth is, what's the alternative? Losing? Jamie asks, I have an Instagram account that's niche, but building followers pretty fast. What do you think about selling advertising like a 15 second commercial to people wanting to reach my audience? Jamie, first of all, I'm in love with your Instagram account. Super pumped for it. You know, super niche, very crush it. Like the culmination of that for me. So it feels cool. Another prediction, global prediction that I drilled. Um, uh, and so, hold on, I'm just kidding. This, this is the worst day. Uh, uh, first of all, you have 585 followers. So you're only gonna be able to get as much money as you know a, a walk in the park. So first I would focus on the next six to 12 months. The answer is yes. I do think once every seven, jab, 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 right hook, you know, once every seven Instagram videos for you to make a commercial is super appropriate, will work, and if you can make it more entertainment commercial, like you starring in it, think 1950s and 60s television, I know a lot of you are youngsters, but the original commercials were very integrated, even into the 70s, Alpo, uh, I think it was, you know, the dog food was getting dogs to come on the set of the Today Show and eat the food, you know, and so, you know, that, that, that's that been around forever and that's coming back. Old is new, like Missy Elliott. You see all the kids on social media being like, oh, Katy Perry put this Missy Elliott on. It's pretty intense to watch all this. Kids need to get educated. These 13-year-olds are, <laughs> I love them though. I mean, I believe it. they're winning. They're right. So, just want everybody to know that. Anyway, um, What's really interesting to me is that what I would do for you, I'm gonna, fl- I'm gonna drop down, flip it, and reverse it on you and give you a different answer. You need to basically Google volleyball blogs, volleyball media, volleyball news, and you need to email every single person on the first 80 pages of results and tell them what you're doing and seeing if you can get them to give you exposure. You should absolutely be pounding the volleyball community right now all 917 influencers that matter in volleyball need to know who you are and you need to be the one that emails them and says, yo, what's up, period. Email every volleyball manufacturer and be like, check out what I'm doing. Guys, most of you are not taking it. You have to understand what I did with Wine Library TV. I took it. I emailed everybody, everybody that was a wine blog in 2006 and said, hey, 
I'm doing this. And I get that not everybody is as comfortable self-promoting and I love when my friends from Europe are like, oh, it's a very American thing. And a lot of people who are watching are introverted or don't have as much hustle. Look, I'm a funny guy, I'm very competitive. I was in super crazy networking events at this weekend and like the commissioners there and Woody Johnson and you know, all these actors and actresses and VIPs and Hall of Famers and I'm not going up to them because I'm so competitive and ego, I'm like I'm gonna make them come to me but there's a part of that that's super wrong. There they are and then I, I took away that, I, I took that away from myself for a little bit and I went and did five or six of them, can't do it completely. But like you know, taking those steps as well so like for all my extrovert salesman stuff, I have my own spiel that like prevents me from taking it but I'm telling you behind the keyboard emailing volleyballdaily.com and being like hey it's me I'm doing this thing you should just check it out I'd love to do something be smart position it properly not like hey look I'm doing this Instagram thing about volleyball you should write about me no that's right hook jab be like hey it's me I'm doing this thing I love our community if there's anything I can ever do for you let me know jab so take it Oh, India got excited. She said, cool. I wasn't done yet, India. Yeah. It was going, right? It's good. You want to write a full pledge hardcore? We're going to write a full hardcore. Next. Austin asks, what do you mean when you say you focus on top line revenue? Is it because you care more about staying relevant and having attention because you can cash in on that for more sales? Austin. No, I talk about top line revenue. The answer is no. That's not what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to drive top line revenue. I'm doing it in VaynerMedia right now. I'm glad my financial people aren't here because they'd be like, I'm not sure what you're up to, Gary, but it's super interesting. Here's what I'm up to, CFOs. Uh, I'm, uh, when you drive profit, if you bring in expenses like I have, bringing in more and more people, you may not make as much money right away because if you're making $12 million and it costs you $12 million to run your business, you make $0. And if the year before it cost you, you know, you did $8 million in revenue but it only cost you $5.3 million in expenses to drive it, you made two point seven in profit. So even though you're doing a lot more business this year, it, you're not making as much money but that's also the human infrastructure and the learnings and the people to be able for you to do not 14 but 40 million next year. Got it? Simple as that. Nothing else. You just got to make sure that your expenses don't overgo your sales because then you can't make payroll and you go out of business or you have bumps in the road and things of that nature and I as an entrepreneur have had a substantially good career over 20 years of pushing the limit of how much I can take expenses and cash to be able to grow my business and that is something I'm always focused on. I think it's super important. I know how to do it. And that's the reason I uniquely now have a second business under my belt where I've taken the business from three to over $50 million in revenue within a five year window. That is unusual, that is not the norm. And it talks to having a stomach that wants to drive top line. And so that's not for everybody. And everybody's gotta be safe and wants to make payroll. But a lot of you are not moving your business faster because of lack of offense, lack of spending 18 hours a day emailing 800 people on Instagram to know about your music stuff. You're lacking offense on emailing every single person talking about volleyball in the world on the internet and saying, hey, here I am. And you're lacking by not investing. Maybe you do have the finances for that office secretary who then will allow you to be on the offense doing other things instead of doing some damn paperwork. Boy, I tied that together like a champ. Hi Gary, it's Alicia from Alicia Bags and I have one important question for you. This year I've got a great bag coming out way higher quality than anything I've ever done but more expensive too. How do I market that to my current audience? That's a good question. Um, You know the weird answer is maybe you shouldn't. 
if the price point of your new bag is 300 bucks and you've been selling $25 bags, you just might not want to market to your current audience because they can't maybe afford to buy that bag. Now maybe they can. Like, you know, I buy $20 things, I buy $500 things in the same category, so you know, that's that whole HMM and like, you know, like the way fashion's going, so interesting to me by the way, little fun fact. But anyway, I think that it is very important for you to understand, much like the advice that I've given the prior two questions, that you may have to go out and find a new audience. And that's scary, that might not be, the, look, I'm thinking right now as you're watching, I'm curious how you're watching. Leave in the comments, are you watching like this or on a laptop or really curious how you're consuming this. Um, do it. Uh, but the truth is you may have to go out and find a new audience. And that's by putting yourself out there and engaging with others. I think influencers on Instagram are massively important. So I think you can get away with giving away some of these bags to some of those influencers and getting them on the cheap in my opinion. So I would definitely go down the Instagram uh, influencer path. I think if you give away five to 10 bags to the people that have let's say 250,000 and more who actually would take the bag and give that love, I think you have a shot of being stunned by the ROI in today's world. So that's what I would go out and do. And so the answer to your question is, how do you remarket to them you, or market to them to go up? You let them know about it and you know, five to 15% of that audience will grow up with you financially or aspirationally. Um, but I think you have to go out and find out and find and hunt the 85% of the rest of the audience. Just want to take a couple minutes before I go into the question today and give some love to the people that have consistently commenting on the show, which means a ton to me. I thought it was an appropriate time, not asking for the lurkers to come out, though this would be a phenomenal episode to leave a comment in the questions or in the comment section on YouTube, lurkers, and the ones that are listening on the podcast. So let's start with Chad S. Really appreciate you, brother. You're consistent, you're driving it. I'm seeing you, I'm feeling you. Thank you. Roberto, I think you've been completely on the offense. Not only are you responding consistently to the question of the day, but your engagement within the Vayner community, your, your insanity of intensity is appreciated. And we have much love for you, Roberto, here at the Ask Gary V Show. Ruth, you, you've been with me long before the Ask Gary V Show as somebody, you know, it's funny. Like, I, a lot of people, by the way, have been telling me to change my icon on Twitter. And one of the reasons I don't want to is because Ruth, yours has been very consistent too. It's visual, right? Like, I know who's there. I, I see you in all my streams. I really appreciate your commenting. You always bring a lot of grace and class to the comment section. Much, mucho love to you. Thomas, I, I love you holding down the, the youth culture in, for the Vayner Nation. Uh, doing a great job, really tight and consistent with your comments and uh, we really just appreciate you, man. I'm really, look, I'm really, really flattered by the people that are consistently commenting. I think it brings so much. As a matter of fact, side question today, how many of you actually read the comments because you're getting so much value there? So, Thomas, you're a big part of that, I appreciate it. Victoria J, I don't even know what it is really about you but every time I see your comments, I smile. Um, Seeing them super consistently. I really appreciate it. Uh, you, you run the gamut of like just off the cuff stuff uh, and, and really hardcore answers. I appreciate that as somebody who loves the off the cuff stuff as well and so I really, really, really appreciate you. All of you, all five of you, I really appreciate it. There's many more, many of you, you know, Doc and Chef and you've gotten your love as well but I'm seriously interested. You know, honestly, and I did this with Wine Library TV and, and I don't want to bullshit you. I am a feedback Animal. I'm a feedback animal. That's just what it is. Like without the comment section, without the question, I mean the Instagram, the Instagram questions are not coming in as fast as I'd like. So, you know, let's link that up. 
without that, without the Twitter hashtags, it, it, it phases away from me. So like, look, if you're listening, if you're driving to work right now or working out, listening to the podcast, or if you're watching, which is very easy because you're on your phone or your laptop or iPad right now, I need more comments in the comment section. It's just simple as that. And, and the people that have been doing it for me, as a matter of fact, that should be the statement of the day. All of you should go in and thank your favorite one of those five people because it's those people that are, I, guys, I will quit this show in your face in four seconds. I'm plenty fucking busy. I will quit this show. You want me to do it? Feed me. I need the fuel. And that's the interaction. That's the engagement. Question of the day. How do you consume this show? Like this? Like, like, like this? Like, you know, you know, TV? OTT? Like, iPad? I need the answer. Curious. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them. What do you mean when you focus on top line revenue? Is it because you care more about staying relevant and having attention because you can cash in on that for more sales? Oh, are you familiar? Yeah. Oh, great. Well, I would have been better prepared. Put, at, put that at the end. It's a good <laughs> beep. And it's not me this time.